some soap. And then do 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 this is a daily check-in. We're social distancing and it's day, I don't know, actually I've kind of stopped counting at this point, but we're around two weeks in and it's hard. We can all admit that. Uh, even if you have someone or someones with you at home, it's hard to be in the same space for this many days. Kind of going a little stir crazy. So, but I'm thankful to have a someone and an Ethel the Hound with me. I'm thankful to have a home to be in. And I'm constantly trying to do that to find things to be thankful for, to find those silver linings. And that's what we're doing here. I'm calling Bob once a day, every weekday, to find a silver lining, to find one good thing each. So, whoever you are, however you're feeling today, take a deep breath with me. Let's find some hope together. Hello? Hi, Bob. How are you? It's Friday. Do you know what day it is anymore? (laughs) It's Friday? You're kidding. (laughs) It's Friday. Does Friday mean anything anymore? Uh, You know, it really doesn't mean anything for traffic. It doesn't mean anything for my work. Uh, It doesn't mean anything to Rusty, who is just taken to napping at random times to survive my constant presence in his life. So I don't know what what day of the week it is. That's amazing. Okay. Well, it's Friday. It's Friday. We're here. And Bob, what is your good thing? Okay. So I think I told you this was going to happen and it finally happened last night uh, and it went so much better than I expected. I think, you know, my side life playing music in bars and my favorite thing I'm doing over the last year or so is I do an open mic every couple of weeks. And as is often the case in life, there are so many talented people who just come out of the woodwork and I'm stunned I have a a 13-year-old young lady who plays ukulele and sings like an angel. I have older, you'll see her on a poster somewhere, I promise you. She's one of those people, she opens her mouth and everyone just stops what they're doing and listens. So she's amazing. 
Uh, and then I have, of course, older couples who are doing, the, you know, playing music in front of people for the first time in their lives. And I just adore this. And it's, <laughs> I know this is low on the list of crushing things that are happening right now, but we had just really gotten a rhythm going and gotten a community going when all this happened. And I'm terribly sad that everyone will disperse and it'll be hard for me to get started up again someday. So I decided I would try the crazy thing of having a virtual open mic and Years ago, somewhere in my life when I was in a rock band and we couldn't practice all the time because we couldn't get together, I tried this sort of online rehearsal thing and it was worse than a disaster. It made us sound even worse than we already sounded. So I was very uh, nervous about this. And holy cow, was it the most beautiful thing. I mean, people are crying at the end. They, everyone's desperate to share. And we have people also played songs they don't normally play because it was sort of a more intimate gathering just of us artist type. And, you know, if you've never used Zoom, if you're listening, you should. It's pretty amazing. I mean, there's just 12 boxes of people's faces uh, up on the screen and, you know, everybody mutes and listens to each other one at a time. And the funniest part is, you know, when you're a singer and you finish the song, uh, if there's a lot of silence afterwards, that's usually a bad thing. But on Zoom, since everyone's on mute, they start clapping and not realizing they're, they're on mute. And so you have that awful feeling like, oh, they hate me, until people <laughs> one by one unmute their microphones and you hear them saying nice things about you. So, uh, so anyway, so we're going to do it, I think, every week. And it's just the sweetest thing. I love that. That's so, so, so sweet. Um, about how many people did you have in your, in your Zoom open mic? Uh, it was 11 or 12 last night. Not everybody sang. Uh, Some people were a little amazing. shy about the technology, but we, by the end of the night, we got, we, got, uh, we got most people doing something. And of course, I made everyone try to sing Yolo Submarine at the same time, just so I could really, really screw with the technology. It was pretty funny. That is so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it so much. Okay, Bob, be ready for my good thing. And then I have a surprise I, for you. I love surprises. Ah. Oh. Well, good. Okay. Well, first, my good thing. So my good thing is, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, my God. Of course. I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> of course you are. Well, Sir Patrick Stewart has started reading one sonnet per day on Instagram. No. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh and they're fantastic. I think we're on like day four or five at this point. Um, and he's just kind of casually sitting in what I imagine is his living room um, in some comfy clothes with his glasses on. And he's just reading you those sonnets. And it, Bob, it's they're beautiful. I mean, of course they're beautiful. He's uh, an amazing actor. And uh, he has this beautiful resonant voice. And he's just reading you a sonnet every day. And it's how I'm going to start my days now, along with calling you, Bob. I think it's pretty, pretty awesome. Sonnet two, and this is one of my favorites. When 40 winters shall besiege thy brow and dig deep trenches in thy beauty's field, thy youth's proud livery, so gazed on now, will be a tattered weed a small worth held. I'm going to have to compete with Patrick Stewart. I don't know if I could do that. You are, but that's okay, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You're a worthy opponent. Um, okay, but now I have a surprise for you. So I thought it would be fun on Fridays to rope in one of our So Bob production staff members 
and find out what their one good thing is. So we're going to call Carson McCain, who is our story editor and all-around badass. I've known her for years. She's incredible. She also owns many animals, which makes me just love and trust her even more. So we're going to give her a call because I think she has a good thing for us. So I'm now going to ring her. Hello, it's me. <laughs> it's you. Oh my God, it's Carson. I haven't heard your voice in months, Carson. I know. I've missed you, Bob. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. I hear your voice all the time because I'm <laughs> editing it and noting it, but it's to hear your live voice. Oh my God. Carson, I'm so glad that you're doing this. Um, I, I think of you as somebody who just kind of always has good things at her fingertips, ready to offer up to people as a sort of like selfless gift. So I'm delighted that you're here and that you have a good thing. That's really sweet. I, um, I, it's, it's a nice practice. Um, I've been in therapy for a long time and so, uh, (laughs) finding good things, um, and trying to focus on those good things um, is something that I've tried to work hard to cultivate. So I'm really grateful you guys are doing this because um, it's a like gratitude journals and coming up with good things. There's a lot of research behind it um, that it can mm-hmm. actually change your brain um, and um, you know protect you against diseases, etc. So it's it's special in like chaotic times that you guys are doing this project. So I'm excited to be a part of it. Oh, um, I love that. Okay. What's your good thing? My good thing, um, is, okay. So, uh, you may have seen this, um, Disney, um, and other streaming services, uh, have been releasing movies that they hadn't planned on releasing soon. Um, like to their streaming services. Oh my um, God. So, Disney released Frozen 2 on Disney Plus, like, I want to say a month before they had originally planned to, um, so that people who have their kids at home can watch this movie. Um, And, of course, I was like, well, I haven't seen this movie. I'm absolutely going to watch it. Um, (laughs) And I started watching it. And you guys... Frozen 2 is an incredible (laughs) movie about psychoeducation for your children. Um, And here is the thesis that I would like to, I would like to write an entire dissertation about this because it's incredible. Uh, It teaches kids about boundaries between people you love and how that doesn't stop you from loving them. Um, but you do have to set clear boundaries around like what is safe and what isn't. Um, there's a really great humor around, um, Olaf has a hilarious song that is like, uh, about how, when he grows up, everything will make sense to him. Um, and everything that's scary won't be scary anymore. And it's, obviously humorous and he's obviously wrong. And so that's like, is a really great opportunity for parents to talk to kids about like, Hey, you don't actually know all the things when you're older. Uh, things are still scary. And, um, and then there's a song called do the next right thing, which, uh, I think is just like the best message that we could give people right now. Um, in times of like horrible crisis and overwhelming grief 
for things that we don't get to experience um, is like that idea of when you have no idea what to do and you feel like you don't have any hope, like just do the next right thing. I think Brene Brown focuses on that as well. Um, and they made a whole song about it in Frozen 2. Um, <laughs> and then my, I listen, guys, it's incredible. I just, I had to share this with you. Um, and then my final, oh, my final this. big one is uh, at the very end, Anna has gone off on this big adventure and she comes back and she says, Kristoff, I'm so sorry, her, her love interest. She's like, Kristoff, I'm sorry I went without you. Uh, and he goes, oh, it's okay. My love's not fragile. <laughs> that is the most beautiful example of clear love and support while still being boundaried. I was, I was, I am impressed. I think everyone should get their kids to watch this and then like really talk about the emotional stuff that's going on in Frozen 2. Um, because... You know, it's like, it's a fine movie. The music isn't as good as the first one, but oh my gosh, the theme. <laughs> but you've just uh, like illuminated this for me because I watched it last weekend, Carson, and I was, or two weeks, whenever it came out, whenever they released it, because I, I too, like you, was so excited about it because yeah. I hadn't seen it. And I was like, it struck me so immediately because I was really moved by all, like many of these moments that you're referencing. And I just, and specifically the Olaf song about like how I'm going to know everything when I'm an adult, like everything's going to make sense and how like funny that is. Um, and how <laughs> it just, it just felt so like deeply cutting in some ways. Um, and it was mm -hmm. so brilliant. And I just, I remember like finishing that movie was very emotional and thinking like Disney went kind of like very dark, but in the smartest way on this movie. And I love that you've just like illuminated for me that yes, it is. Of course it's like educating your kids about so many important emotional and practical things. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. I think they're really undoing some of the damage that like the patriarchy inflicted <laughs> on us with some of the older princess movies. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No kidding. They're just like, we're going to really write this wrong yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. I, oh. I was super impressed. I rewatched re it in preparation for <laughs> this phone call. Um. Okay. The two of you, you know what I'm going to ask next, don't you? Yes. No. Tell us. No. One of you has to sing part of the song for me. <laughs> oh my god! Well, Carson's watched it twice, so Carson, oh, girl, that's the, you. The Olaf song. Let me see if I can find the lyrics because I don't know the lyrics well enough. But I'll see what I can yeah. do. We haven't had to rewatch ten times well, yet, Bob. We, we will. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking up the lyrics, of course, we keep asking people to call in with their own good thing for the day. The number is two five three four seven zero eight three nine eight. Leave a voicemail. And help us figure out how you're coping uh, through this time. And uh, you, have, you know, it's great if you're using technology or you just have another good story to tell at 253-470-8398. Yeah, even if it's just a movie recommendation or a TV show you're watching that's really bringing you like a lot of joy right now, call us and tell us about it. Arson, do you have those lyrics? I sure do. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, we're ready. <laughs> Okay. This will all make sense when I am older. Someday I will see this all makes sense. One day when I'm old and wise, I'll think back and realize that these were all completely normal events. 
I'll have all the answers when I'm older, like why we're in this dark enchanted wood. I know in a couple years, these will seem like childish fears. So I know this isn't bad. It's good. <laughs> and then I don't remember the rest of the... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love I it. I love it so much. It's not on mute. I have to applaud. That was great. That was really sweet. I, Carson, I love it. I love the sound of your voice, Carson. Oh, thank you. Very good. It's so good. Bob, I think this means, Bob, you have to watch both of the Frozens very, very soon, like maybe this weekend. I'm just glad this is Friday since you're telling me to do that. (laughs) You're not going to regret it. I'm sure I won't. I never regret anything that you suggest to me. Okay, you guys, I'm so glad I'm friends with both of you and that I get to hear your voices during this wild time. Um, We're going to go out on a song today that our sweet, sweet Keith Reynolds, who is our um, president at Spoke Media, loves. And I think it's a a really sweet song um, called You'll Never Walk Alone. Carson's heard it many, many times along with me. at many many meetings (laughs) and yeah it's called you'll never walk alone and i'm going to tell you who it's by right now as i remember (laughs) and don't forget i'll tell you that i hang out at a irish bar named carragher's in new york city uh which of course is the liverpool bar it's actually owned by jamie carragher so they sing you'll never walk alone all the time at carragher's in new york city it looks like it's originally by jerry Oh, it is special. It's a great song. And it's um it's looks like it's originally by Jerry and the Pacemakers. Does that sound right, Bob? Uh that's probably the most famous recording of it. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go with it. We're gonna hear that song and it's gonna be great. In the meantime, we're just all going to find the silver linings as often as we can and remember that we are going to make it through this. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you both soon. Bye guys. Bye. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. And if you have your own good thing to share, something that made you smile or laugh or boosted your belief in the good of humanity, email us and tell us about it at sobob at spokemedia.io or call and leave us a voicemail at 253-470-8398. And remember, we are going to get through this. And the sweet silver song of love Walk on